This is episode number 384 of WP Water Cooler. Move slow and fix things. Brought to you by ServerPress Makers Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out over at serverpress.com. Support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash WPWaterCooler. We'd love to see you over there and help us out. We'd really appreciate it. Hey. Different song. Hey. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm an IT director and WordPress web developer. I'm Say Reed and I make WordPress teach WordPress teach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. And y'all know who it is. It's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, here to talk some WordPress today. Let's do it. Hey. If you like us, if you really like us, you should go over to Apple Podcasts and give us a little review. Let us know how we're doing. You know, take a few moments there and just really let us know, like, you know, if we're doing a good job or not, leave us five stars, leave us four stars, whatever, somewhere in there. Wait, just wait. we would love to know if about it. If we're doing it. a good job or not, leave us five stars. S- somewhere, between, <laughs> somewhere between four and five stars. Yep. Um, I was going to say, if you have criticism, please just email Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Feedback at WarCore.com. That's our email address. I mean, uh, he'll text it to us. Uh, little screenshots. <laughs> that'll just get right to us so if you have stuff to say like for example my microphone is crap um tell us well, and then i'll just feel guilty about it while i don't fix my microphone for like six months if, i'm not if, being if you, sarcastic that's a good thing if if you have a criticism to make just tweet it uh at jd power and associates they're concerned <laughs> with quality and uh and that's 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 where all that will get handled. But otherwise, yeah, just send us send us positive feedback. They definitely will know what you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. They just got it. They'll get it. You don't even have to say anything. There's no hashtag. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, today today t- t- today today we're talking about uh, moving slow and fixing things. And um, we're, you know, we're, we're going to jump off. Talking slow and making sense. That's my new mantra. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give it a shot, Say. How about you uh, t- You tell us about this episode? Ooh. Oh, no. I was just commandeering the title. I'm a big fan of this title. Big fan. Cosper should do it. He's the one All who right, came Cosper. up with the title, which I am applause. It's a good one. Thank- Thank you. It's it's uh my my series of WP water cooler title hits is the Ariana Grande series and this. So I appreciate that. So Facebook has a um the motto uh at least when they got started out of move fast and and break things. And it's a uh crappy Boy, did they. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely they have. Uh oh, it's it's yeah. a it's a crappy motto, um, just the worst. Um, and um, after reading uh, this post, and Jason, if you want to pull it up, uh, by Josepha, um, who um, basically has opened the discussion about making WordPress releases easier, they were planning Josepha on having Hayden Chauncey, whose last name I can't fully pronounce, uh, which I should probably learn how to do, uh, who is the executive director of the WordPress project. Yes. Um, So she has um, put up this post talking about making WordPress releases easier. They were planning on doing 
four releases in 2021, which is act- was actually a step up from uh, the previous history of, of three releases, one that would happen kind of uh, early spring um, or so, then one in summer, and then one inconveniently right before Christmas for anyone who runs a professional site and it, it makes money off of WordPress. It's always a way to... Uh, to kind of throw a wrench into things. Um, but they were talking about taking it to, to quarterly releases. And um, Josefa kind of thought about this and thought, well, maybe we should pump the brakes a little bit on this. Um, I feel like this is something that we here at Water Cooler have been talking about since the very first episode um, yes. back in 2012 when they introduced uh, more uh, or it was the automatic updates they introduced. But we, we, we always hit on this, that the development cycle is so, um, can be really disruptive. And then the, the, the motivation or the model of Chrome that uh, has been touted as the model that we want to emulate. But that has been uh, touted by Matt. And this is Josefa saying, yeah, maybe not so much which I'm really excited right. about actually just the fact that this is a an opposing view to what has been out there with the norm backed up by data cuz you know she's not going to just state her opinion but you know she presents it as a project management problem and a, a a resources issue which I think is really interesting cuz it's not even from the developer point of view of how mm-hmm. it affects the developer or the community. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think it's uh, a, a really great thing that they're, they're having a discussion about this and um, something that for a change instead of, oh, okay, we're um, including uh, Gutenberg in the next release. Oh, we're getting rid of jQuery migrate, which they're doing uh, in the next release, um, which they've, you know, slowly but surely kind of let plugin developers know, but a lot of plugin developers don't know that jQuery migrate is going away. Um, I, I mean, right. I was, I was talking with, I was talking with a few developer friends of mine just earlier this week going, man, I I've written like 20, 30 plugins that do little things here and there. I have no idea if this stuff uses jQuery migrate. I have very little idea that if things are going to break or not. And uh, if they do, it's, you know, like it's going to be a very interesting next few weeks while I scramble to get all this stuff fixed. Yeah. And I mean, uh, hopefully the, if people are relying on those plugins, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know how many people in terms of the general community are using your plugins, but this is the, the the bigger problem is if a developer isn't totally on top of it and paying attention as much as they should uh, yeah. for a plugin that is affecting people or if they don't have good communication with their customers or if they don't reply to the support and people are using it, there's going to be a whole movement of WordPress is broken again. <laughs> As right. if, you know, yeah. because that's what happens. It's always WordPress is broken or 5.7 broke my site. But really what that means is, you know, the plugins weren't updated. So it's actually the plugins that broke your site. And, you know, because it's not the most updated core. 
it's an interesting dynamic, which way you look at that, right? Like, is it core that's breaking your site with the upgrade or is it the plugins that breaking that's breaking your site with the older code that's not updated? As Steve would say, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is what Steve would say. <laughs> wow, no, it's totally years, true. He doesn't even have to be on the show and we can channel him. It's amazing. It's totally true because there's there there are those there are those updates and we've all we've all experienced them over the last um, last couple months in that you know there's a huge change that happens either in a theme or in a plugin or or in both or the combination of them and now you end up with yeah like auto updates that are breaking and things are just not working right and now you have to go through and turn off auto updates on a couple things knowing that these things are going to break or as Steve would say, hi, Steve, um, that you would uh, you would just turn them all off and you would use staging or something like that to actually manage those those um, updates. So it's, you know, yeah, it's it, that thing where we are. I've been having a lot of like kind of I always have conceptual concept discussions about WordPress, but I've been having them a lot more with clients lately, which is not nearly as much fun as having <laughs> discussions about them with other WordPress people. Um, but uh, I think that's one of the things is that you're always having to uh, like things that get built, you have to undo, right? Like, so Gutenberg and you're like, oh, we got to install classic press to like counter effect, counter, counterbalance that. And it's like, yes, it's great that you have these choices. You can turn auto updates on and off and whatever, but all of these choices are what overwhelm people. Like honestly. Oh, yeah. And the, it, it's like, even the developers who are like, yeah, oh, everyone turn auto updates off or this plugin, it's okay for auto updates to be on, but not this one or, you know, <clears throat> this is why users get overwhelmed and they have to have a developer to work with them. And that is also why they migrate over to um, uh, pre-built walled garden solutions because they don't have to, they might be paying more or whatever, but they don't necessarily have to have someone explaining to them stuff or fixing things or coming in all the time to fix stuff because it's handled behind the scenes. So that's the real difference, I think, between WordPress well, there's a million differences, obviously, but between WordPress and Chrome, in terms of the updating model, in Chrome, you don't need a developer to come help you repair what happened when it updates. In WordPress, right. sometimes you need a developer to come fix it or put it back, or at least even tell you that it is okay just to do the update. Right, That's make, the big make it, difference. Make it so my, uh, my site can start accepting payments again. Like you never deal with that in Chrome. No. no, you know, maybe your extension didn't work that you don't notice for like, you know, a couple weeks and then you don't even realize that it has anything to do with an update in Chrome. And that's, that's about the breaking that might happen. So right. I, that really even, I've never thought that was a good model to emulate the Chrome model. But now that I'm thinking about it in that terms, it's, it's a terrible model to emulate. <laughs> Why did I ever yeah. give that any credence whatsoever? That's, that's silly. Especially that, like the updates are even being kicked <laughs> off, um, at least for the sites that um, that I've been I've been really really monitoring um, as of late. You know, like the ones that are at my work that I, I really worry about instead of like you know my my version of a cat blog that I have. Um, having to you know kind of look at my work stuff and I see that the updates are trying to kick off at like eight o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh cool. <laughs> so when things break, they Everyone break. Everyone will be there watching every morning. That's awesome. Thank you. You know, well, and 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 you have you have that stuff. I mean, one of the things that um, that in the chat um, Bridget was mentioning is the fact that like um, shortening the release candidate window is an issue as well. 
you know, the, the resources aren't available to all the different developers that are out there to be able to do essentially development in two different places. You know, one for looking at the bugs that are happening within the current beta, looking at the bugs that are in trunk, looking at bugs that are in this and kind of really figuring out like what things do I need to work on and having somebody doing future updates or future, you know, builds of the of the product as well as dealing with those bugs. It's hard. It, you're yeah, you're stretching yourself thin. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, I think the release can obviously the release candidate window is extremely developer focused. Like that's not necessarily of any matter to users. Um, but it is obviously, and, and even to just kind of regular developers who aren't developing plugins and themes. So plugins, plugin and theme developers versus site developers, site developers, the release candidate might be good for testing, but what it's really being used for, right, is for the plugin and theme developers to test to make sure their products work that then the site developers will use. So, you know, cramming all of this into any small amount of time is 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 complicated because there's a there, you know there's a lot of levels of testing there. There's the plugin and theme testing, and then there also needs to be the time to test the the new stuff. So if the plugins and themes are getting updated right at the same time as the new WordPress core is being updated, then that doesn't leave any time for the users or the site developers to do any testing without, right. you know, basically you're just like, after everything's launched, you've got your plugin updates, your theme updates and your core updates. Now you can test it all together or you're just periodically updating things <laughs> throughout, throughout the month. You know, like, okay, updated core. Now I have to go test this plugin, which just finally got its update for core. And now this mm -hmm. plugin, oh, look, the theme got updated for core now three weeks. Like, that's all we're doing. So it's like, it's looking, yeah. all we're doing is updating at this point, you know? And this is why both auto updates are good because it takes away that burden, but it doesn't because you have to pay attention to those auto updates when they're happening, whatever, to see if something is breaking. So, yeah. I need it's an Amazon constant, day. It's a constant thing. I need an Amazon day for my updates. Like I want to be able to tell Amazon right. that um, I need you to show up on Thursdays because it's super annoying that my dogs bark every single day when the Amazon truck goes by. So I just want those barking to happen on that one Thursday. So every Thursday, right. can you just make that happen then? So if I can get right. a WordPress day, that'd be pretty cool because then I could just uh, I could just schedule around that. And I don't want no, to try. The auto, the I don't need those updates happening every day. You know, J Jason, you, multiple you've, times a day. You've worked in IT for how long? Ever. Okay. Forever. Um, pa Patch Tuesday. Patch Tuesday. Right? <laughs> Patch Tuesday. Exactly. Right. So, for, so for the people who aren't familiar, uh, Windows users, um, Microsoft would release patches, updates, everything else on a Tuesday, and it, it seems was like very a nice easy. day. You've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to fix your problem. Yeah, you don't launch on There's, Friday. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. And you don't want, you don't launch on Monday because that gives you uh, like, you know, uh, you, you walk into work and immediately there's a problem. No, nah, man. Patch Tuesday. Monday I is like for catching Tuesday. up. Yeah. So, so pat, patch Tuesday. Like, Can we start you know, advocating this for WordPress? <laughs> Can we like get nice. this? Because this is, it's, it's chaos. And, you know, I don't, you know, we are all depending on so many layers of updates here. And really it's only core that has a schedule, right? Like 
we're not getting a testing schedule or an update schedule from every single plugin that we're using. Like whether right. you're a user or a site developer, like that would be what, what are you going to maintain some sort of crate? Where would you even get that information? Like monitoring tweets? Like, I don't like, where would you get the information of when your plugin is going to release its update for five, seven? Like you're going to ask everybody like, yeah. The, or you just, I guess, wait and then do it all on your own patch Tuesday. But anyway, this is, this is why I think the release candidate is the least of the problems in this. Like it's just the, and, and I do appreciate, you know, them trying to tie it to a more like, at least with the nomenclature, tie it to a more standard open source model so that it makes more sense to people in other developer worlds because they're very judgy. So that makes sense. But yeah. what judgy? <laughs> no. Developers? Judgy about which software and you're using your dirty little PHP? Developers have opinions on things? I've never heard that. In my experience, I've, I've never heard that. I, I have an opinion on nothing. <laughs> I am a black yeah. slate. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we're talking about this from a technical standpoint, but from a community standpoint, um, this is showing a new side of... Josepha as an executive director, I think, personally, as the yeah. director of the project. She has written missives before about her philosophy or about her approach, but this is the first time I've really noticed um, pushback against something that has been kind of pre-scripted. And mm. it's, it's very gentle pushback. It's not like, nah, we can't do this. I say no. It's nothing like that. It's like, I think it's that really they're in a, re you know, laying out her argument and just saying, you know, it doesn't seem like this is feasible, which is a very um, good communicating way to say that, you know, it's not going to antagonize anybody. It's like putting the thought out there, but it's still resisting that, that direction that it has been going in to push, push, push more developers or more launches, more updates. And um, I'm excited to see that it it seems healthy to me. It's yeah, it's very welcoming to actually see this kind of governing happening in the open for a change, not just right. Uh, you know, uh, decisions not options. It, that that seems to have been the way before, and now it's like, well, we're going to have a decision, but let's have a chat first. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, it is still feel a little like that, like a decision's already made, but at least we're going to like tell you what we were thinking when we first thought about it. But at least <laughs> it's saying something, right? Like at least there's a little bit of something. The fact that we're going from what in 2021 was supposed to be a new release every three months <sighs> to, yeah, to uh, basically like, okay, let's talk about this. I still think that we're going eventually 2022, 2023 to a release every three months. It's going to be the inevitable way. But what Josepha is kind of calling for in her post is we need to have something built up to support having four releases a year before we right. actually move to four right. releases a year. And I think right. that that is a good call. I think that's also a good distinction to make because she isn't saying 
we shouldn't do this. And this is why this post does not touch on the should we because of development. And it only touches on the should we or should we not because of resources. And I think that's a really big difference to, to, uh, to call out because should we because of timeline for developers and the, the, the structure of the update structure of the community versus how do we get the resources to do that instead. So I would hope that the resources component would also involve communication and um, I mean, conversation about these things with the the community. So hopefully, you know, that will be part of the conversation, but it, it doesn't touch on that really much at all. There is a lot yeah. in the comments that touches on that, of course, yeah. that touch, because that's what developers care about. But she's really approaching it from a is the core update team too stressed? Is there are there people who have the knowledge? How much work is being put on these volunteers who are not really volunteering because they're getting paid? And all of that touches on the big topic of who is building WordPress? Who can afford to be a full-time volunteer on the core teams? Who can afford to, you know, be a part of um, the release um the release teams. What are they called now? Squads? They have a name. Squads? I think they're squads. Sure. Anyway, like who can, and most, and we've talked about this a lot before, that most of those people end up being sponsored by GoDaddy, right. Pagely, all the, you know, all the big companies. And so getting more resources of full-time structured people kind of probably means bringing in more of those full-time volunteers that are more sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a tricky one. Cause it's like it, you, you know, just like how we've talked about in the past with, um, with like people uh, speaking at, speaking at word camps, those aren't paid, you know, those aren't paid positions, but it requires so much resources of that person, time, right. money, time off, time off from the project, like time off from all these different things to go to an event and do this. It's the same way with, with contributing to core as well as even contributing to your own product, your own, your own product or your own project to make sure that it's going to work correctly within WordPress. Yeah. It's definitely a resource issue. And it's, it's one of those things where we, you know, we, we have to look at this and if we can, if we can change the cadence of the releases and get it to a point where everyone's essentially synced up, then we could at least make it so it's not as bad. You know, I mean, we, I don't know if you guys saw this, but like, um, you know, very early on, um, in the pandemic here, we had, we had folks that were, um, just cranking out code left and right. I mean, I had updates to, to all sorts of different pieces of software that we use and it was because the resources were available. It's like people had nothing else to do. They're just cranking out code like crazy. Now at this point, it's like, okay, we're going to be getting back to a part where things are going to, things are going to change at some point here. And when they start changing, that cadence is not going to be there, you know, so it's going to be a different, it's going to be a totally different way of looking at it. And it may be staggered. Yeah. You know, so when, when, when I was uh, working for WP engine years ago, uh, I was one of the only like maybe very small handful of employees who was working remotely. Everybody else there was working from an office in Austin and San Antonio, uh, San Francisco, London, all the places that they have an office. And um, they were like, you are 
hands down one of the most productive members of the team. And um, I, I really appreciated that. But a lot of the secret was I was working from home. The reason that all those products were getting updates is because all of a sudden people didn't have Jeff or, you know, Pete or uh, Gina or whoever swinging by their desk and going, hey, man. Let's go to the ping pong table. Yeah, you want to grab a coffee? You want to play some foosball? Yeah, let's play some, uh, you know, let's play some uh, Street Fighter real quick. Something like that. Nobody. That's so real. So real. Yeah. Yeah, those are names that I just pulled out of my butt, but <laughs> whatever. I, I don't um, think I worked with a single Jeff or Gina or whatever. It's, yeah, no, but um, you know, uh, actually, Jason, getting to what you were saying though, um, Ryan McHugh um, brought up a good point about this release cycle, about the planned release cycle of every three months. Um, he was saying that basically. Uh, the big thing for them was the predictability of right. this release cycle. And that was That's something what I was that Jason about to was mention too. About. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've, even though it's too much, they've planned for this now. And so now she's changing the plan, even though it's thoughtful or whatever, the plan is still mm-hmm. changing on everybody with a blog post. Essentially. Yeah. But at least it's happening now instead of, three months from now or right. Like right before the thing or we're just kidding. We're bumping this. So, I mean, that was what, that was what um, Joseph's response was also to his point. So Mm -hmm. I think that, um, or somewhere in here, she's, you know, February for August was better than for July. Exactly. Like it's better than talking about it now, but when was the decision made to go to four? Like I remember us talking about it, but when was that, decision made that was and this is have we only done three major updates in in last year i feel like we've been at four forever but no we've been at three yeah so was it last year like was it one of the release teams like where was like that's that's something i haven't looked into is like who made that decision originally and where was that I remember the discussion was happening in 2020. I think Ryan McHugh was was heavily involved in those discussions. And I, I think it was around the predictability, around having and knowing. You know, I 2022, 2023, I don't mind this as going to four releases a year if there's the predictability of it. If they say, just like you do with, uh, you know, an event you go to, like a, a WordPress meetup, if you say, okay, we are on the first um, Tuesday, Patch Tuesday, rearing its head again, but the, the first Tuesday of March and then June and then what? September, September and, and December. December. <laughs> yeah, so you say the first Tuesday, there's going to be a release of WordPress. We have right. this plan, this cut, like that makes it super easy for, I mean, it's, it's not great that I have to worry about four updates a year. However, knowing that it's going to be there, having that time blocked out on my calendar, even so I can say, okay, I know that this release is coming in three weeks and I know it's not going to get bumped because of this or that, but it, it is, it's coming. It's, it's expected. Like I can actually plan for that. 
right and that's, as a developer yeah. and of a site developer and a plugin or theme developer and a community member and even a user could understand that that oh it's update day i should pay attention to my site today i should go and do the updates and pay attention to you know the tweets and what everyone's saying about it that would that would at the very least provide continuity and also community around it instead of just being you know no, scattershot I'm, I'm pretty, everywhere yeah i'm pretty anti dashboard notification but if <laughs> If a few weeks out, once things hit release candidate, if it's like, hey, just so you know, there's an yeah. update of WordPress coming in a few weeks. Like That'd even be great. For, for site owners too, like, mm -hmm. you know, with a filter to shut that off for the managed. That's the kind of communication like we need. That's the yes. kind of like where we're talking about that, you know, that's a, that's an admin notice I'm okay with as opposed to like, you know, opt-in monster screaming at me. Right. Right. <laughs> what it's doing, by the way, it is screaming at. I don't use it anymore, but it does scream. Yeah, um, I'm looking in the uh, in the chat, and Bridget was talking about um, the uh, the mentioning of the roadmap. I went over to the the roadmap page here, and here's the the current planned releases, and and looking at you know where where those reside. There's a section in here where they talk about. I think it's towards the top that they were talking about like, you know, um, how um, how the various holidays, especially um, holidays in America um, are set up and where those times are and how they how they align. Um, but, you know, it's it's a it, those so times are always in June and September. Those are those are a lot. There are a lot of days in each of those months. So a yeah, planned yeah. release in March is like, okay, cool. March 1st, March 31st, those are really different days. You know what I mean? Like 30, 31. You're just like, it's coming. You don't know when, but it will be here. And when it does, yeah. you better be paying attention. <laughs> that's basically that's basically what it's saying. <clears throat> I'm interested in how this community this conversation, not just from a developer and an updating standpoint, but from a community resources standpoint, is what happens to uh yeah, March. I was talking about all of the dates ahead of time and yeah, yeah. Re relating to that comment there. Um, but the um the conversation that it's really leading to, which is community resources and volunteers and enough people who are on the core teams. Um, not just automa automaticians, but enough people who are on the core teams to be able to cycle through something like that. Because if you're doing every three months, that means essentially that the 5-8 team is, is working or at least getting started when the 5-7 team is, you know, closing out. Or, you know, there's, there's at the very least, it's like one day and then the next day, you know, like if there's not overlap, which there would need to be. So that does require the bigger team and the bigger resources. And my, I am very interested to see where that conversation goes because that is where we always end up in automatician and big corporation versus community conversation. That is the crux of it. And that is also where the whole governance concept comes in and the sponsored volunteerism and mm -hmm. all of that. So that is a big problem that WordPress has that isn't just related to the community, it's actually affecting development. So guess right. what? We have to confront it at some point. And that's Maybe today's now. final word. That's today's final <laughs> word. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you very much for hanging out, as always. And I'll talk to y'all later. Here's our outro. Hey.
Go over to debutarco.com slash subscribe where you can subscribe to this content. Like I said, go over to Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, go over there and leave Hi. us a, a quick little review and just let us know how things are going over there. Hi. But um, yeah, we're available as a video as well as audio. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, hey.